0: Live from Cape town this is the voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. <laughs> قلب سليم Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Well, in this segment, we are looking at part 4 of the series Tajweed Simplified with Hafida Wasfia Al Talib, and it's based on the book Murshid Al Qari by Qari Salim Gaby. Gabi, and today we are going to start with the explanation of the mud, inshallah.
1: A'udhu billahi minash shaytani rajim Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Subahana kalla ilma lana illa ma'alamtana Glory be to you O oh Allah There is absolutely no knowledge for us Except that which you teach us Allahumma alimna ma yanfa'una Wazzirina ilma O Allah Teach us that which will be beneficial for us And increase us in knowledge Ya muqalliban quloob Thabbit quloobna ala deenik O change of heart Keep our hearts firm on your deen Amin ya Rabbil A'udhu Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Welcome back to Tajweed Explained using the book Murshid al Qarib by Maulana Salim Gabi. Today I'll be carrying on with our Tajweed lessons. So I've reached the last rule of Noon, Sakina and Tanween, which is called Ikhfa, which literally means to hide. And the applied definition of this rule is whenever a Noon, Saqqana, or Tanween is followed by any letter of the Arabic alphabet. It, besides the letters of Idhaar Hamzaha, Inha, Ghaynkha Besides the letters of Idgham Found in the word Yawrmuluna Besides the Ba, the letter of Iqlaab Then Ikhfa will take place And it will be read with Hunna So the Noon Saqnaw Tanwin must be hidden And read with Hunna So for example in the word Fusakum so there you have a Noon sakna followed by the letter Fa. So it's not a letter of the throat. It's not one of the letters Hamza, Ha, Inha, Gho, Inha. It's not one of the letters found in the word Ya muluna. It's not a Ba. So the Noon Saakna Uta must be hidden and recited with Hunna So a note on how to pronounce this is that you have to prepare your mouth. For the makhraj of the next letter in order to say the ikhva correctly. The ikhva will be full if the letter following the nunsakna or tanwin is full and the ghunna will be empty. The ikhva will be empty if the letter following the nunsakna or tanwin is empty. So for example, min qabl. There we have the word min followed by the word qabl. So nunsakna followed by qaf. Qaf is the full letter therefore the ikhfa is for nilqabal and now you can hear that i'm preparing my mouth for the makhraj of the kaf Min-ka. There we have a Noon Sakna, it's followed by the letter Kaf. Kaf is an empty letter. The Ikhfa over there is red empty. Min-ka. And again you can hear my mouth is prepared for the makhraj of the Kaf. So I'm not saying min-ka. like that just sounds incorrect because I'm making the full but then I'm reciting an empty letter, the Ikhfa will be full when the letter following the Noon is full and the Ikhfa will be empty when the letter following the Noon Zakhna is empty. So we've come to the end of the rules of the Noon Zakhna and Tanween and we are now going to be covering the mud the mud this is my absolute favorite section i really love this because i had already memorized nine ideas of the quran and i had no idea why i was pulling the mud and a lot of people think they're pulling the mud because there's that little squiggle that's written in the mushaf that's written in the quran that they think i'm pulling the mud because of that Actually, that is there to indicate that there is a mud. You're not pulling a mud because that little squiggle is written there. So, mud literally means to lengthen or to extend, and technically it means the lengthening of sound in the letters of mud or the letters of lean. So, the letters of mud are three wow, sakina, preceded by a gomma, or ya, sakina, preceded by a kasra yi alif always preceded by a fatha the letters of lean are two while sakina preceded by a fatha for example o in the word khofun Ya sakina preceded by a fatha a for example and initially mud is divided into two types so al mad asli so we've covered those, those other the Wa-saakina preceded by a Dhamma, ya preceded by a kasra, Alif preceded by a fatha. Those are called mad-asli So it's a mad, which after the letter of mad, there is no Hamza or Sukun For example, in the word Nuhiha, the duration of this mad is two counts So one count would just be Na Two counts would be na. This is the one word in the Quran we that contains all of the three mudud. So mudud is the plural of the word mud. So nu, we have the waasakina preceded by the lamma. He, ya sakinah preceded by a kasra. Ha, ya alif preceded by a fatha. Nu, he, ha then we move on to mad so just to conclude mad Asli, that's all there is to it uh ee u billahi rahim be continuing our uh, lesson on mad the mad it is that mud which after the letter of mud there is a hamza or a sukun. For me, this was such a revelation. It was like, um oh, where this why we say ula ika. Why? Because we've got ula. There we've got an alif preceded by a and it's followed by the letter hamza. Ula ika. So that E, remember the hamza is the letter that makes the sound A, E, and U. So again, that's really all there is to it. You've got the mad, either a, e, u. After that comes a hamza. For example, the word ula ika. So this mad is of two types. So either the hamza will be in the same word as the mad, or hamza will come in the next word. So if it's in one word, then that is called al-maddul-muttasil. For example, in the word su so, G so i'm reading from the book if after the letter of mad the hamza is in the same word together with the letter of mad then it is called mad mutasri and he's given the examples over there which i've now just decided it is called the joined mad al madul because the letter of mad and the hamza are joined together in one word if after the letter of mad the hamza forms part of the beginning of the next word then it is called Madmun moon farsi. for example you have the word bima followed by the word unzila how do we recite that bima unzila another example you have the word fi followed by the word fusakum you recite that as fi Followed by the word uh, How will that be recited? So you're not pulling that for four counts Because there's a little squiggle there that tells you You must pull it for four counts You are pulling it for four counts Because you have a mad athlete And it is followed by a hamza and this is called the separated mad al madul mun because the letter of mad and the letter of hamza are in separate words. The duration of mad muttasil and mad mun is four counts. We said that the mad meaning the secondary mad, is caused by two things: either the hamza or the sukun. So we've covered when we pull because of the hamza. Either after the mud elsli there's a hamza in the same word or in two separate words. Now we are going to cover the next kind of mud and that is when you have a mud elsli meaning A, uh, E, O, U and after that comes a sukun. When you have a mud elsli followed by a sukun this is when you pull for six. So, for example, in the word in Surah Al-Fatiha, so, why do we pull that for six counts? Because you've got a mud, da, and it's followed by a sukun. You might say technically it's actually followed by a shadda. But remember, the shadda is made up of two letters. So, the first letter having a sukun on it, and the second letter having a haraka on it. So, the sukun is also caused for two types of mud. So, the first one is al maddul ariat li sukun the temporary or conditional mud due to stopping so when you come to the end of an ayah you put a secood on the last letter at the end of any absolutely any ayah to cut the burn for example, if after the letter of mad, the sukoon is temporary, doesn't always remain. For example, when you are stopping on a word at the end of an ayah, then it will be mad arid. For example, ta'lamoon, nasta'een, tukathiban It is called the temporary mad because the sukoon is temporary. The duration of it would be two counts, four counts, or six counts. There's no mud which is pulled longer than that. And it's entirely up to you if you want to pull it two counts, four counts, or six counts, but you have to be consistent. So if after the letter of mud, the Sukuna is permanent, it remains in all conditions, meaning during continuing or during stopping, then it will be mudlasm, which means permanent mud. For example, in the word Alana, or in the letter, off. Note, it is called the compulsory mad because the sukun is compulsory or permanent. The duration of mad is six counts. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. So I'm going to recap on the mudud. What is nice about this book, Murshid Al-Qari, a textbook on the sciences of Tajweed by Qari Salim Gabi is that he puts a flow diagram at the end of every section where you look at it and you can see visually the entire section and it just simplifies everything for you. So if you look at the flow diagram of the mud on page 49, you'll see he's got the mud on the left side, after the letter of mud, there is no Hamza or Sukun on the other side. After the letter of mud, there is a Hamza or Sukun. Then Faru'i is further divided into when it's caused by a Hamza and when it is caused by a Sukun. Then when it's caused by a Hamza, that is further divided into two, where the the Hamza and the letter of mud is in the same word, and it says there Mutasil, or in the next word, Munfasil. Then back to the Sukun. The Sukun is then divided into temporary, which is called aril. so there's a little arrow there that shows there, aril, And then permanent, which is called lazim, the arrow pointing down that shows lazim. So permanent Sukun, lazim. And then that is now divided into two. So on the one hand you've got kilmi, which refers to when you have the letter of mud and the Sukun in one word, and then you have, on the other side, harufi, which is when you have the letter of mud and the sukun in one letter. So then you've got both kilmi and harufi, which are further divided into mukhaffaf and muthaqal. So mukhaffaf me referring to light, that light sound. Thaqal referring to heaviness because of the shadda or because of Idgham, which is where you have to make Hunna and Presli. So you've got Kilmi, which is divided into Mukhafaf and Muthakul, and Hawfi, which is divided into Mukhafaf and Muthakul. And then on its own, he's got a separate flow diagram. Called Madlin, which is divided into arial and Lazim. So arial means temporary when you stopping. So when you stop, you add a sukun, and then Lazim meaning permanent, which is when there's a sukun regardless of whether you are stopping or reading through. So it's just nice when you look at the flow diagram, everything will make sense. If It just clarifies everything so nicely over there. So we've come to the end of the chapter on mud. If you look at the book, you'll see there's a chapter on waqaf, which I will not be covering. So you're welcome to read through that chapter on your own. And if you have any questions, you are welcome to contact me. So we'll now be moving on to our recitation of a surah. And we will be doing surah Fatiha, insha'Allah. I'm Okay bismillahir rahmanir rahim alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin ar rahmanir rahim maliki yawmiddin iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'in ihdinas siratal mustaqim siratal ladhin an'amta alayhim i mean so there we at the end of the surah we had the which was our mad lazim so permanent because we have the lean. that lamb has a sukun on it, that lamb has a shadda on it, the shadda indicates that there's actually two lambs next to each other, the first one having a sukun and the second one having a haraka. So we end off our segments with our dua. And I really like this du'a because we're basically all saying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he grants all of our actions to be done sincerely for his sake and that they not be in them a portion for other than him. So Allahumma ja'al a'amalana qalisa tali wajik wa la taja'al fiha hawdan li ghayri. Subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamdika nashhado an la ilaha illa antah nasta ghofiruka wa natubu
0: ilayki. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Well, that concluded our program for today. Day on Tajweed Simplified with Hafida Wasfiya Al Talib, based on the book Murshid Al Qadi by Qadi Salim Gaby. The book is available at Darul Turath Al islami and Timbuktu Bookshop and can also be downloaded from the internet. Do note that Hafida Wasfia Al Talib is available to help you brush up your Tajweed, so please contact her at our reception at 021 442 3500 for her contact details, inshallah. Al